You're getting the most out of being at a game with American Express. The card member entrance, the lounge, and out tip off. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. Welcome, everyone, to our weekly breakdown of the AP Top 25. A little reaction to my... Power 36, I'm Andy Katz, pleased to be joined, uh, joining you from uh, my little bunker here. We've got NCAA Digital, March Madness, Men's Basketball, of course. We are talking to you here on the Bleacher Report app. Uh, so we got all three entities all coming together as we discuss this. All right, so let's dive right in, and then we're going to take some questions here. Uh, first off, um, on this Martin Luther King Day, we've got Houston, one. Kansas two, Purdue three, Alabama four, UCLA five, Gonzaga six, Texas seven, Xavier eight, Tennessee nine. Um, so stop right there. Pause. Um, again, same thing as last week. Those three teams you see in front of you all won this previous week. I have the order a little different. I've got uh, Kansas one, Purdue two, Houston three, but I'm fine with the order as is uh no issues with it at all um i think at this moment in time all three of them are number one seeds uh i'm gonna get some flack and pushback and already have from alabama fans that i had alabama um i believe six um behind ucla and gonzaga um and that's fair but i have alabama as a number one seed because i'm looking at body of work Overall, uh, you want to push back with me on Alabama versus UCLA. That's a fine argument. Um, but Gonzaga did beat Alabama in Birmingham so uh, and has not lost uh, in quite some time. So I think the Alabama-Gonzaga argument is fair game to lean Gonzaga. You want to push me on Alabama-UCLA, that's fair enough as well. Regardless. Uh, that's your top six right now. And we can debate the order. doesn't really matter. They're all really good. They're all playing very well. They've all won a lot of games in a row. And in amid that six, I would say that the way the AP pool has it, that's probably the seeding. Uh, and I would say probably at this moment in time, you're looking at Houston, uh, probably in uh, maybe uh, Louisville. Kansas and Kansas City, uh, Purdue uh, and Alabama. One, you know, at this time, one would go Madison Square Garden, one would go to Vegas, uh, unless they decide Houston goes to Vegas. But, and, and they got to get there. They got to get to that second weekend. But those are the four regional sites. And so, you know, lots going to change. Um, but those are the four teams right now vying for number one seeds. I tweaked a little four through six. And obviously one through three, but I agree with that. All right. So before we reveal the rest, Xavier undefeated in the Big East. I love them in the top 10 right now. 
Tennessee, um, you know, I dropped them down too, but not completely out because of their, uh, you know, because they, um, they lost Kentucky at home. You know, we'll see if that's a one-off. Tennessee had been playing well. So let's reveal now further down the rest of the poll uh, as we go 10 uh, from, from, you know, 10 to 25. Um, you know, look, Virginia, Arizona had to drop because they lost another game that they probably shouldn't have. Now Oregon, uh, you know, is getting healthier. It was on the road. I get it. But Oregon had not been playing well. They had just lost ASU badly two days prior. So Arizona's now got uh, Pac-12 losses to Oregon, Washington State at home, and Utah on the road. Um, K-State and TCU, you know, you might have flipped those. That's fine. Now, I got a lot of flack from the UConn fans, big time. But I'm sorry. Right now, this last week, um, you know, I'm not seeing it. You lose to a St. John's team that had really been struggling at home. their one win was over Creighton, yes, at home, but they've lost to Xavier, obviously good team, Providence, good team, um, St. John's, uh, and I'm trying to blank on their other loss in the league, but they've got four Big East losses uh, at this moment. I think it was Marquette. But four Big, big East losses at this moment, and you got to drop them. I'm sorry. They're not playing well right now. Are they going to be a high seed? Yes. But in the rankings world, I don't see it. Okay? They have to drop. Another one that should have been in is St. Mary's. I think St. Mary's should have been in. I think NC State should have been in. I'm glad to see Clemson in. I've had Clemson in my top 10. They're undefeated in the ACC. Uh, Rutgers, great to see them in. I've got them in. Charleston getting love. Florida Atlantic, they've won 15 in a row. So they're getting love. So that's what doesn't make sense. You, you're you're going to give a team that's playing well that clearly, if we were to say, okay, UConn, Florida, Atlantic, UConn's better, more talented. But who's playing well right now? Florida Atlantic's playing better. You got to drop UConn. Sorry. Uh, you know, Miami, you got to drop them. They've lost two of their last three, uh, including Georgia Tech. You know, not good. Um, you know, Arkansas. How is Arkansas ranked? Look at what Arkansas has done lately. So now what we don't see on the screen is no Duke. They lost Clemson. No Carolina. No Kentucky. Think about that. We've got a top 25 at this moment in time with no Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina. Throw Indiana in there, too. Um, and it's significant. Now, ultimately, I do believe that we will get uh, all those teams in the field. Uh, you know, we're seeing these these uh, these questions fly back about NC State, which I agree, NC State should be in there. So uh, there's no question that I got some issues with some of these. And people are going to come at me for my omissions. But I thought about this a lot last night. I'm like, okay, they're not playing well. So... Um, you know, I would not have been shocked if UConn was not in the top 25. And I really was struggling. Like, okay, I want to look at teams that are playing well right now in this last week. Not a bracket. We did the bracket last week. We're going to have another one next week. So, 
um, you know, right there. EA, ESA 24 says any rational UConn fan knows that this is not a top 20 team right now, which is true. Um, it's all very true. Um, and UCLA is claiming and New Mexico beat San Diego State, so they should be in there. So I, I agree with this. All right. So, by the way, um, as you see on your screen, some notable results. Thank you with our team here. New Mexico beat San Diego State. Um, Creighton with finally getting a win they needed badly over Providence, and that's not a bad loss at all. That was in Omaha. Wisconsin without Tyler Wall is a completely different team. They're not playing well at all. They can't score. NC State beat Miami. Then there's that score, 85-74. So that was not even a buzzer beater, okay? UConn lost by 11 at home to a struggling St. John's. You can't rank them right now. Marquette almost won at Xavier. They're playing really well under Shaka Smart. Um, you know, going back earlier in the week, Kansas continues to win. Michigan State almost had a chance to sweep the week because they won at Wisconsin, and they had a chance to win at Illinois. Couldn't close out at the end. Alabama, we see, see there's another loss for Arkansas at home. Um, that was the other one. Sorry, thank you. It was Marquette. So UConn, all hard road games, but they've lost them all. Uh, Providence, Xavier, Marquette, and now at home to St. John's. So four Big East losses right now. Uh, and, and, and that gets you ranked. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. It doesn't compute to me. And I'm not hating on UConn. I'm basing it on facts that we see right now. Clemson. See, there's a, on the flip side. Thank you. Ranking Clemson. You beat Duke. You're 7-0 and in the ACC. Gonzaga. And people across the country have no idea, okay? Zero. Zero of what it's like to try to win at BYU in front of 19,000 fans. Julian Strother hits a three to win that game. I covered the whack in the 90s. Yes, the 90s, okay? And BYU, when they packed that place at the Marriott Center, is one of the best home courts in the country. And it was packed for, for Gonzaga. And the Big 12 is going to find out whether it's Kansas, K-State, you know, Texas Tech, the Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas, really one of the SEC. But those schools are going to find out how hard it is to win at BYU. So that's a really good win for Gonzaga. Good win for TCU to beat K-State. That's why I would flip them, and I had them flipped. Um, oh, yeah, Arkansas. Okay? Oh, my God. They lost to Vanderbilt by double figures. How is Arkansas ranked right now? I don't get it. And yes, Ryan, Arizona at 11 is ridiculous. They're struggling too. So all this, you know, chatter, are you watching? Are you paying attention? How about the voters right here? Please. Z Blake 814. Do I think Kansas and Purdue will jump Houston if Houston keeps winning? Um, not in the poll, but to your point. Um, a one-loss or two-loss Houston versus a two-loss Kansas or two-loss Purdue in the seeding, then yes, Kansas or Purdue should be seeded higher on the one line. They'll all be ones, but you can't compare the schedules 
if Kansas and Purdue get through the Big 12 and the Big 10, respectively, with maybe one or two losses versus Houston with either, even if they go undefeated in the American, um, I don't see it. Uh, Macon, address your top five. I did. You want to quibble with me on Alabama versus Gonzaga and UCLA? That's fine. And I don't, I feel very confident having Kansas one, Purdue two, Houston three. Look who they're playing. They're all really good. You could go 1A, 1B, 1C, but that's the reality. Um, Macon has an issue with my top five, and that's fine. You know, I, I feel very strong about the three. You want to push me on four Alabama versus Gonzaga and UCLA, that's fine. Um, I thought about the four, five, six, and, you know, uh, we'll see. Uh, tweak it next week. We'll see what happens. Big week, by the way for UCLA because they're going to Arizona, Arizona State. I will be very surprised if UCLA can sweep the Arizonas on the road. So we may have a different discussion next week because UCLA easily could get swept. Um, all right. Um, today is the 16th. You got Purdue, Michigan State today, uh, 2.30 Eastern on MLK Day. As you see, um, this week, Providence and Marquette's going to be a huge game. Um, as you see there, Purdue-Michigan State, uh, I, I think that's to be potentially a toss-up game because it's on the road. Purdue with Zach Eady will be a major problem for Michigan State. But Fletcher Lawyer's been playing great and making big shots. So uh, I won't be shocked at all if Purdue can win that road game. Um, the Kansas-K-State game Tuesday night. Wow. Bramlage is going to be absolutely bursting. That place can be a madhouse. Uh, Texas, Iowa State's going to be a great atmosphere as well. Um, big game for both Penn State and Wisconsin, by the way. I think they both desperately need that. Penn State and Wisconsin. Wisconsin's trending toward bubbleicious. I mean, they're not there yet, uh, but they're trending that way. And Penn State needs another win like this. Um, and then you see there. This weekend, uh, the 19th, which is Thursday, I believe, um, you've got USC at Arizona, UCLA at Arizona State. That's a massive weekend in the Pac-12. Big, big weekend among those four. Um, Arkansas-Missouri, I think it's a huge game for both schools. Uh, Auburn's playing very well. LSU is struggling, so I think that'll be critical for the Tigers. And Providence-Marquette was a great game the last time. Bryce Hopkins went off double overtime at the AMP, as if they're calling it. It's going to be the dunk to me, but whatever. Uh, that rematch will be great. So we'll see. Uh, the way Rutgers, by the way, both Rutgers Ohio State games were great. Uh, how crazy is this? I know everyone's, oh, I'm on the Rutgers bus, but you know what? I believe in this core Rutgers group, and I've been proven right. And think about this. You've got a total of two Big Ten schools at this moment in time that are ranked. One is Purdue, one is Rutgers. <laughs> How crazy is that? Okay, just let that sink in. Wow. Um, all right, so uh, NC State UNC is going to be a great game as well because the Wolfpack should have been ranked. Um, all right, so let's go to some of these deeper questions uh, from Gotar. Bama needs to be one. Um, you know... <laughs> 
I disagree. Uh, I, I think Kansas should be one um, based on who they've played, what league they're in, how they're playing, and so on. Um, Ryan the Rat. How is St. Mary's not ranked? I agree with you. They should be. Um, hey, D. Hutch, you agree with me. Kansas should be one. So there you go. So, CD, how is Gonzaga over Texas? Um, remember, and I know someone's going to push back at me on a head-to-head. But I do think where the game is played, when it was played, mattered. So Gonzaga, Texas, at Texas in November. True road game for Gonzaga, they lose. Since then, um, Gonzaga has beaten Alabama on a neutral court in Birmingham. Uh, Texas has lost since then. Um, You know, in this moment in time, it's a push maybe of who's playing better. Same with Gonzaga and Alabama. Um, And so... Again, I think it's subjective. I think that ultimately Gonzaga and Texas will probably be very close on a seed line, but Alabama, based on winning the SEC, which is where they're trending right now, they will be a one. So we argue on the rankings, and that's great. It's fun. But what matters most is seeding, and I think Alabama will be fine in the seed line. Um. So Joe is a realistic Arkansas fan because they shouldn't be ranked. They're one and four in the conference and at 25. You're right. And they just lost to Vanderbilt. And you're right. That shouldn't be happening. Uh, M. Rutgers finally getting love. We agree. Uh, B. Overton, Kentucky not getting in the top 25 is crazy. By the way, um, yes, let's, let's see a little bit more, okay? They won at Tennessee. Great. But guess what? Last week they lost to South Carolina. So at home, I debated that. Um, yes, Jayhawks, it's funny. Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, nowhere to be found. I answered the question on Wisconsin. Um, so my prayer of the player of the year at each big conference is Brandon. All right. So first off, I would say in the American, you know, it's, it's definitely Marcus Sasser right now. I'm going to include the American. In the Big East, um, I think you can make a strong case that it's Bryce Hopkins from Providence. Um, you know, Xavier's had great play from a number of different people. Maybe hard to pick one. And UConn's struggling right now. Uh, in the ACC, um, you know, Clemson's kind of by committee. Um, oof, it's tough. You know, you want to stay Baycott, but Carolina's got to win some more games. So I, I think it's wide open, to be honest, in the ACC right now. You know, could it end up being Wong, um, this Volkowski, or, you know, get up there? You know, is it someone from Virginia? Um, I think the ACC, you know, I'll tell you, it could be Terquavian Smith from NC State because he's playing well for the Wolfpack. So I think ACC is wide open. Pac-12, uh I think it'll be an interesting race between uh, three candidates, actually. Jaime Hawkins, UCLA. Uh, Julius um, Tabellis uh, from Arizona. And then from Arizona State, 
Cambridge, Desmond Cambridge, I think has a great shot as well. In the Big Ten, it's Zach Eady. Boom. SEC, I think it's Brandon Miller, Alabama, done. Um, and the Big 12, uh, it's going to be a real interesting decision between Jalen Wilson from Kansas and Marquise Noel from K-State. Um, you know, more than likely, that's the 1v1. Just trying to think. You know what? Will Keontae George get some love? Yes, but I think that's sort of the race right now in the uh, in the Big 12. And Drew Timmy will win it in the WCC, so that's done. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, if I didn't say this earlier, I want to say Clemson was our team of the week um, because of beating Duke going to 7-0 in the ACC. Our player of the week was Brandon Miller. He had 31 against LSU, and he had um, 14 in that win over Arkansas. So Brandon Miller obviously doing great, and there's no question that um, all of that has worked out quite well uh, for Alabama in getting, I think, first-team All-American, a national player of the year candidate, who is going to be right there with Zach Eady, Jalen Wilson of Kansas, um, Drew Timmy of Gonzaga. Um, I think they right now are probably, and Marcus Sasser, you know, that's probably the five in the first team All-American list right now. It could change a little. Um, but, you know, look, if Arizona gets back to winning, then Tubalus will be there up there as well because Azulis has had a great year. So I think that's maybe your top six in some order uh, at this point. All right. We got games going on Monday, great games this week, uh, a lot going on. By the way, scheduling note, the Sweet 16 reveal by the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee, that'll be February 18th, uh, I believe that's a Saturday, on CBS, usually like 12, 12.30, so that's when we get the 16, that's a good barometer of where we are uh, and uh, at that point in the season. Um Next weekend, I believe we're 50 days away from Selection Sunday, so things are really picking up. But great to see some love in this top 25 for Charleston, for Florida Atlantic, for Rutgers. Uh, and like I said, I think the top six you see right there on your screen, you want to debate the order, that's fine. But those are the six teams playing the best basketball right now. But they got some tough games coming up this week, especially UCLA going down to the Arizona. All right. As always, Go to Bleach Report, Instantly Digital, March Madness, Men's Basketball. We got it all covered, all our social media platforms. Appreciate all your engagement and input. Thanks for watching, everyone. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until four, so... 
Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. 